0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.
1: Monday for the fans of the Carolina Panthers. This Including is the you, Western Wes. Walker Show, Sports Radio 927, WFNZ. Keep the text coming on the Charlotte Men's Clinic text line. We got some great text coming in. Guys are lit today, and uh it hadn't been as much negativity, you know. I guess maybe they saved the positivity
0: for us. Well, it's just the same people, right? Like Roger the Irishman, he's not here for it. Yeah. Uh Bebop from Rock Thrill, he wants to let us know. That he is not in on Bryce Young. We got you, Bebop. We got you.
1: MW says, hire Everett. Build off your okay. strength. Uh, Travis and Denver, are so not so positive. He said, what makes you think Ben Johnson is coming here? We would be lucky if we got a top five head coach prospect. Well, sir, you have a very rich owner. They can throw the bag at them, and the bag Always talks. The last It, time it the talks.
0: It, it doesn't mean that it can be 100% persuasive, but it does talk. It does yeah, allow you like to have the conversation. Give you
1: five to ten million more than the next man. That's
0: going to talk a whole well, lot. That's going to talk loud. And the other thing too is, if you look <laughs> at the the Chargers' job is officially open, and you have Justin Herbert there, yeah, and that's a that's a lot better QB than you're starting with in a lot of situations. So you may it's still going to be attractive. There's still a lot of problems that you got to deal with though. No question. And with with the Chargers being really top heavy roster, lots of money to those guys. They're old, very flawed football. Yeah. So I, Chicago is going to be one. And I think they were the last team standing for you, Wes, as far as the most attractive job. And I think the more I read about, some of these jobs opening up. It feels like that's somewhat the consensus. Yeah, I get to control
1: my destiny. Yeah. I'm going to get the number one pick more than likely, another top five picks. So I've got a lot to work
0: And then Trey, then. Justin Fields, they're, yeah. they're set up well.
1: All right, well, that was pro football, but it's time to talk some college sports. This is now time for the Campus Counter. Oh, man, Bryce's future coach, John Calipari, got the job done this weekend <laughs>
0: they took care
1: of the North Carolina Tar Heels. And what was a great game? I was looking forward to it all day. John Calipari moved to 6-1 and one against North Carolina since he arrived at Kentucky when facing a Tar Heel team that's ranked in the top 10 of the AP Top 25 poll. All six of the wins have been by single digits and four of them have been by four points or less. Their top four scores were all freshmen and North Carolina met their demise in a town. But hey, R.J. Davis was a bright spot and we're going to get to him in just a minute. But he has been lighting it up. He scored over, uh, he scored 160 points in the last six games, became just the fourth player in North Carolina history to have 26 plus points. In five straight basketball games. But this was a game, folks, that when you looked at what North Carolina was able to do, not enough bench points, only 14 of those. Then you look at second chance points, only six of those hammered on the board. They were as well. Carolina just didn't get enough. From some of those role players, and certainly didn't get enough from Armando Baycott nine points, six boards, six turnovers. That's not enough for a guy that's been in college for ten plus seasons. Uh, he should be out there really dominating this thing. Carolina loses eighty-seven, eighty-three. Walker, mail your
0: thoughts. Uh, yeah, Armando, the name that you mentioned there last, I thought that was. <laughs> I think it was the biggest reason that they lost. Especially when you talk about the amount of offensive rebounds that Kentucky was able to corral. If you go to the amount of offensive rebounds, they got it they got eighteen compared to North Carolina's six. And they were in crucial moments, too. Kentucky was able to grab offensive boards at the end of this basketball game to continue to give the Wildcats life to further separate themselves. I mean, North Carolina, they were there. They were right there at the end. You have the awful turnover from Elliott Cadeau where he comes in cold and then throws it to Cormac Ryan. The problem is Cormac Cormac was looking the opposite way. Hits him square in the back Cadeau was angry, clearly demonstrative, and then the basketball goes out of bounds, despite I think it was RJ that was trying to save but wasn't able to do so. Kentucky goes right back down, and they eventually win by four points. Armando's stat line, it's troubling here, Wes. Nine points, six rebounds, six turnovers, four personal fouls, only one block and one steal. So you're telling me that Armando has as many turnovers as he does rebounds in a game where they got out-rebounded on the offensive glass by 12, and you also only score nine points, you foul four times. They're just, this was as bad a game as I've seen him. certainly when you look at the box score. And man, if you go back to last year, how he finished out December, Remember that streak streak of games that he finished with just double-double every single night? He was scoring over 20 points going into the new year. Man, Armando now, 13 points in back-to-back games leading up to Kentucky. You did have a 13 and 13 board game. That's what you want him to do, but only nine points here. I thought Armando was the guy that I looked at and said, yeah, they need a lot more out of you, especially against a team that is going to board so well.
1: All right, And Armando, before I go to you, to me, Armando should be a guy that's 18 plus a night. He should be a guy that Carolina should be able to throw down in the paint, throw the rock to him and get a bucket, plain and simple. He's been in college, in my opinion, for too long not to be more skilled than what he is in the post. As I said, this should be a guy Carolina should be able to run offense through and create it for others as well. To where he's commanding double teams on a regular basis, finding open shooters. But Fitty, what say you, the Carolina aficionado, about what happened to those Tar Heels going up against Kentucky?
2: Uh, I mean, I think first off, you you, you got to love the effort, you got to love the fight because this team didn't have that a year ago. Um, I thought early first half when they got down double digits, I thought we might get run out of the gym. Um, because now, like, I know Kentucky lost to UNC Wilmington really, really good. Very good on the offensive end. Rob Dillingham is going to be a problem for the SEC. The problem with this team that, that Hubert Davis has to figure out what to do moving forward is your best offensive five isn't your best defensive five. And how are you going to mix and match that throughout the flow of the game to help you on both ends of the court? Because Elliot Cadeau needs to be on the court offensively. But he is a walking Liability on the defensive end of the court like most freshman guards that are his size are. And that's going to be something they got to figure out. And also, you know, as a basketball fan, I don't know if I could watch 30 more games watching us get pummeled on the boards like this and not lose my mind.
1: Well, let's hear from Hubert Davis on what happened on that final offensive play.
3: There's, yeah, you have turnovers. We had 17 of them. So, I mean, that was just an unfortunate situation. And, you know, sometimes... Um, you turn the ball over and, um, we ended up turning the ball over at that situation. The play was not to
1: turn the ball over. That was, that was pretty good by Huber. What were you going to say, Walker?
0: No, I like that play. I like getting everybody into the huddle and say, hey, don't turn it over here. Break that was the play and eventually they could not execute it yeah just what I, I was watching with a few buddies of mine and they went to the kitchen to go get something i was like hey guys make sure you come back they're about to have the final possession and then they come back and then they see you know this turnover and then they go right back it's like all right well i'll just continue to do what i was doing and uh really underwhelming what we got to see
1: and lastly too to put a bow on it, let's hear from hubert as well on the team continuing to fight but they lost in the trenches
3: the team has always I had fight that's just that's never been a question or a concern at all um, I love this group and I love their competitive fight um, you know one of the things that I talked to them before the game that in any game but you know specifically in games like this where they're won are in the trenches and in the trenches what lives there is boxing out loose balls rebounds attacking offensive glass Uh, Finishing around the basket, um, those type of plays. And so um, they out-rebounded us by 10. They got 18 offensive rebounds, and um, we had 17 turnovers, and we lost by four.
1: So Carolina committed 17 turnovers. That was the most since committing 18 against Alabama last season. But with that said, is this early season schedule whipping them into shape or is it making the fans lose confidence with some of these early losses? I'll go with the former.
0: I think it's whipping them into shape. They have a couple wins against ranked opponents. They're not getting destroyed. uh, UConn really did separate themselves at the end of that game that they played, I guess, a week ago. Against Kentucky, they really did have a lot of bad mistakes that did them in into what was a close game. What's happening, Wes, is – It doesn't seem like they're taking that next step into top tier two, bottom tier one. Like they're pretty solidly in whatever that tier two uh, group looks like. Even Calipari is saying, yeah, that's a final four caliber team. They lost by two on what was a bad turnover at the end of this game with Godot hitting Cormac right in the back. I I left that Yukon game not having any problems. Like, that that team is ridiculous, even seeing what they did this weekend, too, against Gonzaga. They got out to, like, a 20-point lead early on. I just thought, okay, I'm cool. After this one, I'll tell you, yeah, Harrison is going to have to rebound more for them. Usually, if they have two bigs that you rely on, Harrison had been a better rebounder, only four in back-to-back games for him now, and Armando, clearly. If they get beat on the glass this badly then it's going to be tough to make up for some of those turnovers. But I don't I don't expect it to be that bad. I don't expect the turnovers to be this bad consistently. And we'll see what they're able to do against another ranked opponent that they have on the schedule. It, it's a tough schedule for North Carolina to get out of the gate.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying completely that Carolina fans should lose confidence. It's just Armando Baycott, you got to get more from him because R.J. Davis, I don't know in. If you can expect him to put up these types of numbers every single night. The shot making is ridiculous for him, yeah. On his back, you're going to have to get more like Fitty said from Cadeau and some of those young guys, the Seth Trimbles and Jalen Washingtons and guys that have been there a little bit that you expect more from. So I'm going to go with the fans have to have some cause for concern at this point until we can see them get a quality win, until we can see Armando Baycott put together some consistent play because four out of his last five games, he's had 13 points or less. Fitty, what say you? Oh we'll look at boy, this to get
0: this I didn't know that we were uh, uh, going to get I don't, this even, I don't today. even know if I want to see that again. <laughs> you got to think that's going to be a flagrant. The question is, is it a one or a two? Stop! <laughs> <laughs> He's
2: already dead. <laughs> Dude, the fact that a Wake Forest alum and known Carolina hater Wes Bryant is preaching to Carolina fans, you need to have patience, tells you all while I'm at the foul line. I'm on my Twitter at roughly 8 p.m. on Saturday night. Fire Hubert Davis this. Fire Hubert Davis that. And, boy, I know this is rich coming from me. A guy that fired (laughs) Hubert Davis in the middle of his first season. Guys, he is not the problem. He's not the one that got out-rebounded. He's not the one that turned the ball over 17 times. He's not the one that missed free throws down the stretch. He's... That wasn't the reason why you got beat. He put together a schedule to get you ready for ACC play. You're 7-3. and three. You're ranked number 11 in the country. If you beat number 7 Oklahoma on Wednesday, are you still going to want to fire the coach? I don't think so. We as a fan base have been spoiled with legendary coaches and legendary players. The last couple years, yes, they've been down. But as a Carolina fan, how can you not watch the effort? How can you not watch the passion and not be excited about that? This was a team that last year that got embarrassed, that sleptwalked through the biggest failure of a season in the history of the sport. So it's not gonna be easy getting Carolina back to the top of the ACC, back to the top of the college basketball world. There are gonna be lumps in the road. It's December, we're playing for March. You play this game again in March. I don't think those turnovers happen. I don't think those mistakes happen. I think Carolina beats someone on a neutral court.
1: All right, man. Listen, I'm, <sighs> you know, I had some portal news for you and stuff like that, but that can wait after to- Fitty smoked
0: the mic like that. so He caught a foul on himself, too. The last two times people have gone to the foul line, they've just said, you know what, I'm going to blow my own I, whistle I, here. I, I, I,
2: look, I know last year it was you and Myron Goodman. Fitty, what kind of game did you watch on Saturday? Rebounding's all about fight. It's also about technique. Oh, my, is Myron. Is Myron firing back or is he, just, is he having
0: a, a season-long fight with one of us once again how do you
2: not watch that game and thought they didn't they didn't fight they got beat by a really really good kentucky team it's gonna happen when you play really really good college basketball teams you're going to lose and real quick too
1: do you guys think that rj davis at this point is the acc player of the year maybe a national player of the year front runner or um one? What do you think? Keep going, buddy. You know, Keep cool. going.
2: Give it a crack. I, I just threw some speaking, gasoline in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. ah. Cordially speaking. Cordially. Every media member that voted on the preseason All ACC team, every me, every should be fired because this guy was not preseason All ACC first team, preseason All ACC second team, let alone preseason ACC Player of the Year. And look at his numbers. He is thriving.
1: Yeah, without Caleb Love. Well. He yeah. is thriving. He's I, right there. I mean, it's it's like 10th separating him from Blake Henson from Pitt, but 21-6 and six
0: and 21-6-4. Come uh, on. RJ's been ridiculous. Uh, the shot making, too, it's, it's automatic. Mid-range, three-point shot. It just feels like it's going in every time he puts it up, and it's hard off the dribble. He's coming around screens and scoring. There are some times where he has to finish above the trees in traffic. There was a bank shot from the left side with his right hand in a crucial moment to try to keep them in this at the end of the, uh, that game on Saturday, I he would be my vote if I and had to vote for a player of the year. And he's
1: playing like he's been waiting on this moment. When you see some of his reactions to some of the shots he's hitting, and I'm not inside of his brain to know what exactly he is thinking,
0: but he's got that confidence going like, man, I've been waiting to show y'all this for me to just be able to have this green light and get bucket. He's playing like a man who just got the Caleb Love handcuffs taken off of him.